In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission, to combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Carjoman! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 285 of the Cards Joe Mez podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe from the Car Joe Mez podcast. Yeah you are. What's up buddy? How you doing? I'm alright. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, we're doing okay. That's good to hear. Okay is better than bad, right? I mean, I just don't want to bore you with my, oh, my own no. problems. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, okay. Fun show. We're gonna do fun show next Ooh. week. Maybe we'll do, uh, a, you know, angry sad show. Oh, there is no way in hell next <laughs> week will be fun. <laughs> We're gonna watch that fucking Batman movie for next week, and you know that's gonna be one of the most depressing things that has ever depressed in Depressionville. Oh yeah. So the reviews have come out. By the time you you hear this, the movie might be out already, but. We we didn't see it yet, and uh, the reviews dropped last night. The the reviews are good. People are really loving the movie. They're liking it. I haven't heard a lot of bad things. I hear from like to love. I haven't heard like awful really, but uh, the one consistent thing I see is the movie is dark. It's a dark movie. So so I went ahead and, and bought my <laughs> tickets as we we spoke about this last week, right? You asked if I needed to buy my yeah. tickets in advance. I said, you know what? Let me make. Dedicated plans to make sure I see this movie. I went and bought a ticket, reserved my seat. I was literally the only person who has so far bought a ticket to this specific showing that I will be attending. And I saw something that actually got me a little bit afraid, a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. Total runtime, two hours it's... and 56 minutes. I was going to say, it's that runtime. I know for sure, 100%. So even though I don't really stay for post-credit scenes no more, I stay for the mid-credit and then I'm out. I don't give a fuck. I go online and see that last 10 minutes. I have to wait for that trailer. So there's no end credit scene or nothing in this Batman movie. So when it's done, you can just get the fuck up and leave. That's good, at least. But, I hear, but people aren't complaining about the time. So I'm hoping... That maybe it just flows, but yes, a three-hour Batman movie. I mean, listen, we've talked about it, like I'm I'm not excited for a Batman because it's like I could watch other things, like Batman could take a break. But since he's here, I'm going to indulge in it, and in that sense, I'm excited because I'm a big Matt Reeves guy. Love the Planet of the Apes trilogy that came out a couple years ago. Oh yeah, like it's a masterpiece. Those movies are fucking fantastic. And so this is the guy doing Batman. So I, I'm excited. Uh, I've never seen any single one of those. They're good, though. But you've heard the word on the street, right? The word on the street, and those are some good movies, right? Listen, I mean, who do you think you're talking to, bro? <laughs> I'm 
I'm talking to the man who's got his ear on the on the floor. He knows what's going on here. I'm the maestro of the man and the sultan of the street. That's right. You like Fatu, bro. I know. I'm making a difference. That's right. Yeah, keeping it real in the streets. That's why I asked you. I figured, you know, even though you haven't seen it, you hear things. And the things are usually positive, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've... <laughs> It's like, I heard no one talk about this movie ever. <laughs> you right now. That's it. <laughs> you know, it's uh no, there's a lot of apes on <laughs> on the planet. Yes. Well, no, there's not a lot of apes because it's like the beginning of the planet of the apes. So it's only a few apes to start. Does this kind of pick up with like King Kong where like all the apes just show up to like Broadway? No, there's no, this is like, this is supposedly like what happened when Charlton Heston went up into space in the original movie. And then when he comes back down, this is all the shit that's been happening. You know, that's kind of what they were going for. They're fantastic. I think you would love them. I've been uh, meaning to rewatch it recently. And I think it's uh, it's about time. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe while you're rewatching, I will watch. And, sure, uh, baby. This is Jack Black, though, right? <laughs> Jack Black. Uh, in the first movie, we got James Franco is a scientist. Oh, now you can't watch these movies at all. So the first one is the worst one, but the first one is good still. So, but you should, you gotta see it. It's still good. But we like, just the, the, these movies haven't been like canceled or anything. Well, he's only in the first one. He don't come oh, back. Oh, okay. And I don't think anyone is problematic in the. I don't really remember because the movie's about the apes, so like the humans. Oh, so you uh, don't need, like they're not even real people. Like they don't have Twitter. No, but I mean they're all humans in the movie eventually, because at the end they got to fight. There's a war for the planet of the apes. Oh my goodness, who's gonna well, win? Listen, there's a war for Earth right now. <laughs> there's a war for everything. There's a lot of war going on. You know, I don't oh. know about you, but. I've never been one to try to involve myself in a war unless it was a sabermetric baseball statistic. We love the war stats. Very good. Yes. <laughs> I thought you had more before you went with the sabermetrics. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's going to be a good episode, folks. <laughs> I, I got nothing. <laughs> well, you just brought up baseball. What's going on with baseball? There was a deadline, and I didn't hear nothing. So what happened? Well, and you're going to think I'm joking when I say this. Here we go. I know. All, all of the reporting that happened, as we record this, it's Tuesday. The deadline had been set for Monday night before they started canceling games. And all the baseball reporters who were here in Florida reporting on these meetings going on, all we got across Twitter all day were videos of Commissioner Rob Manfred walking back and forth from his side of the stadium to the player's side of the stadium. <laughs> and then 40 minutes later, he would walk back to his side okay. and spend like an hour. And then like 40 minutes later, he would, you know, walk back again. And it was just <laughs> these like little clips on Twitter that people were taking on their cell phone and being like, and the commissioner has begun walking toward the player's oh, side of the stage. Oh, oh, it's all this one. You know, it was like the movie trailer voice, like, in a world where <laughs> baseball is no longer played, <laughs> Rob Manfred, the embattled commissioner of America's mm. pastime, walks 
back and forth from his Ooh. side to the player's side to try to avert the catastrophe that he himself enabled. My goodness. But that's, I mean, that's a good thing. Walking back and forth. That means they're actually talking, right? Yeah, it would have been good because, if they would have done this two months ago. But, you know, what do I know? But, I mean, I feel, you know, they can make a deal today. I don't think, you know, they put that deadline. But if they're close to something, Well, now they've extended the deadline. Exactly. I guess they made a lot of progress. Exactly. But here's the thing. Now, if you're if you're the players, you were asking for, like, some big changes. And now it looks like they've given in on a lot. So, yeah, they may be getting some stuff, but it's not going to be these transformative changes that they were hoping for, asking for, looking for. And at this point, if you are a non-superstar player, who is really the people you're fighting for in this, you know, it's not like Max Scherzer making $40 million. That's like, oh, a couple extra bucks. It's, you know, the guy who's the ninth relief pitcher who's getting shipped up and down to AAA all year, who's not even going to make the league minimum because every time he pitches, they send him down to back to the minor leagues to get a fresh arm in replacement for him. Like, oh, and that resets his, that resets his salary, huh? Well, yeah, Damn. like he's not making that, that oh, full big league money because he's not on the roster. <laughs> that's gangster. And I know they do shit like that because I know that's one of the things they were complaining about, the service time. Yeah, 100%. service time, which so is I really, to do. I really don't see what's going to happen. The biggest thing is that it does look like we're going to get expanded playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, I, heard, I heard that don't was a no. Playoffs? I heard they playoffs? said Playoffs? No. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah. The best. R.I.P. I think he's dead. If he isn't, I'm sorry. I, killed I don't think you. he's dead. So- no, he's not. Damn, I'm I, sorry. I, I mean, apologize for killing Jim, you, bro. <laughs> Jim Mora? I maybe. I mean, I'm, he he was old back then. I gotta look because I feel bad now. <laughs> if I if I killed him, jeez. Uh, let's see, Jim Mora. This is why they call you murdering Gomez. Oh, this is they don't call me that. Oh, I don't see a deceased here. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I just see 86 years old. I apologize, sir. I'm a big fan of your work. Playoffs? That's just, that's fucking, that's beautiful. (laughs) What other work do you know him by? I mean, that's about it, but that's pretty famous. That's a banger. I mean, Jim Mora, I am sorry. Murder and Mez just out here being all reckless with your legacy. That's over 10 years ago. We're still still doing it, so like... Oh, God, yeah, that's a long time ago. That's iconic, so yeah, he's a one-hit wonder. I mean, I don't think it was... I don't want to say that because that's not if I say he's a bad coach after killing him. That's not right. So I'm not I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm just not gonna talk about his subpar stuff here. It's okay. We're gonna move on. Uh controversial statements from Gomez today. Are there any so the so that's the rumor coming out is the uh, expanded playoffs? Is there anything else? Well, that, the uh, biggest thing I think that they were fighting over when it came to that. I mean, obviously there were a lot of monetary discussions and and problems uh, where they weren't seeing eye to eye on that kind of stuff. But yeah, the owners wanted to expand to 14 teams in the playoffs. It's a lot of fucking teams. bro. And the players were willing to expand, but they were trying to get it to 12. Okay. And I'll tell you the one thing I don't want is expanded playoffs. What's the sweet spot for playoff teams. You think? 
You think six I, is perfect? I, I think we're at, at it now. Most. We have eight now. I think that's plenty because in baseball, we have a 162-game season in baseball. Yes, and, and then one that, game determines everything. Yeah, like the, the, the regular season in it's baseball is what matters the most. Yes. And in the other sports, in the other sports, I feel like, yes, you will have an upset from time to time in the first of round of a playoff series. Yes, bound but, to happen. But for the most part, the best team wins. The best team wins. Yes. And it's to get them through the postseason and you get, you know, you play the better teams because the better teams consistently advance mm-hmm. in baseball. Once you get to the playoffs, it is a legitimate crapshoot, which All pitcher just got and, hot. Yeah. Yep. You well, know, it got hot. Yeah. Fucking Daniel but, Murphy, bro. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just some guy goes on the streak of his life, ends up carrying a team. All you got to do is get in after that. Anything yes, can happen. Always just so get in. Always. It becomes, the regular season is the battle is the battle test. And now if we just keep putting more and more teams in the playoffs, we lessen the importance of the regular season. I feel basketball is the only sport that consistently has the best team wins the championship usually because it's the best of seven. And it's usually that, you know, upsets happen, but it's very rare. These other sports, it's so unpredictable. Hockey, a puck, who fucking knows what the puck is going to do? Hockey's like... another one where I, I would say I feel like the majority of the time the better team wins or the, the team that plays the better game wins. Sure. Like, But um, you do have instances where just – Those hot goalies. A, I was going to say a goalie just gets – Gets hot and just carries you. The Ducks the are in thing. the fucking finals, you know. It's like yeah, crazy. exactly. The John Sebastian Jaguar year, crazy. <laughs> oh man! All right, but, so so I am not the one thing I don't think we need. And I love baseball; it's my favorite sport. But I've said for a while now, the one thing I don't think we need is more of it. No, people argue we need less. It's funny, yes. But, I mean, everyone loves playoffs. So they figure, but it's the playoffs. That's all that matters. Same thing with football, right? They gave us an extra an extra team this year in the playoffs. Well, let me ask you, as, as a baseball fan, how do you feel about the one-and-done game right now? It's exciting. Because that's the th- um, at the end of the day, it's my team's usually not – Around, exactly. involved in that thing. So to me, it's like I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching an awesome baseball game. It's a game. A winner seven. takes all game. You know, yeah, it's a game seven. So it's awesome. I get it. And and we don't get those very much in baseball. Yeah, you know, for the most part, in a, in a series, yeah, it's you will get your your game sevens or in the first round, game five, whatever. But like a winner takes all game it makes things more important. You know, yeah. everything hinges. Everything matters. You know, on and you don't get enough of those in baseball. Like you see it in football because football playoffs are one and done. Yeah, that's it. Like all of a sudden you get like that Buffalo Kansas City game where <laughs> teams scored thirty two points in the last thirteen seconds of a game. It's fucking amazing. What a game. Yeah, and uh, you're like shifting back and forth, like holy shit. Oh, holy it shit. It was unreal. It was fake. I like I couldn't believe if someone was texting me telling me, I'm like, you're a fucking liar. That did not just happen. <laughs> so yeah, I get it, but no, we don't need I don't like I didn't like this year in football because they added a team, so they took away 
to buy. So only one, the first seed mm-hmm. is the only team that gets to buy now. And it it didn't matter. Those teams were out. They were done. They didn't make it. So what does it matter? All that work, you struggle. Football's rough, bro. To get that number one seed, woo! Yeah, and that's now they also added a game during the regular season as well this year. Yes, and everyone assumes that that's going to lead to another one to eighteen. That we got to have, you know, we got to. Yeah, you can't have games. an odd number. It's got. It's got to be the. T- so it's like okay. So I don't know. I mean, you have to have even numbers of everything. You know, 16 games, 32 teams, eight-minute abs. Like, even even is where it's at. They'll constantly talk about basketball expansion. It's always two teams. It's like, that's crazy. Not just one team. We're going to have two new teams coming around the same time if it ever happens. I have Seattle know. and Vegas, Vegas, right? Yeah, that seems to be the, the ones, yeah. I saw uh, Simmons talking about that this we week. We talked about it. He, that's, they've always mentioned it. But I can't imagine, like, two at one time? That's crazy. But they did do it, right? The Grizzlies well, and yeah, the Raptors and, came yeah, at I'm the so, same time. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, who else? Wasn't the Like, in the hockey, did, were, were there two teams in hockey when they Well, did the last that? couple of times, Vegas came in on their own, and then Seattle came in on their own. Okay. But then before that, you had like the Ducks and Panthers came in together. Okay. Baseball, too, was like the Marlins and the Rockies, the, the Rays and the, and the Diamondbacks. It just always seems crazy. Like, it's like, whoa, that's a lot of – it's a big change to your, your thing to add two new teams. My, my thing is I don't know how much you can continue expanding these leagues. You know, viewership is down. Uh, they every, Everybody claims – you know, owning a team is not a profitable venture, and that's why the baseball owners can't give up a couple extra bucks to pay the guys on the low end of the spectrum here. So it sounds and then, so. And then just to add into that, a hockey team is uh, twenty-three guys, active players on a roster every night. Baseball team, twenty-six guys. Basketball team, twelve guys. If you just add in basketball twenty-four new jobs. Well, this is 24 guys that wouldn't have made the league in the first place. So now you're diluting the quality of your on-court product. Yes, and then you're going to spread out the good players because you got some teams that got three, four great players now. Now they're going to be spread out a little more. It's uh, it's interesting. I just It sounds miserable to be an owner of a sports team, right? Oh, my God. This, I mean, you can't oh, make any money. It's a horrible thing oh, to get into. Jesus Christ, these poor guys. These poor <laughs> billionaires. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's all you ever hear. Like, Steve Ballmer seems to be the only one who fucking enjoys it. You know, the, the guy who runs the Clippers. The Clippers, he's yeah. Sitting, he's sitting there loving life, having a great time. Like, everyone else is just like, oh, my God. Oh, sports. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for the update, Joe, because uh, I didn't see much about it. So I was I was wondering. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's very boring stuff right now. But for those who are paying close attention, because there's there's no news. You know what I mean? Like, this is yes. all the news in baseball. It's not like players can still sign contracts or there could be trades or anything like that. So Rob Manfred just you know, making making laps between different sides of the building to go to meetings is the news right now. I love it. You mentioned laps, Joe. You did a thing this weekend. Oh God, yes, I did. Yeah, we we haven't talked about it much. I totally forgot about it. Oh, I would have been asking your ass every week. Oh, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you, you didn't. 
you ran your little marathon thing, right? Half marathon, was it? Well, I was going to say it wasn't a little marathon. It was a legitimate half a marathon, 13.1 miles. Woo, and you did a virtual, right, because it was sold out. It was sold out for the in-person one at Disney. This was a run Disney event. They do a bunch of these. Last year, I did a 5K with them, and I, you know, I thought I did okay. Like, I was, you know, I had fun with it. Um, they, it was virtual because of COVID. This year, they kept virtual spots open because um, they were selling out and people still want to be involved and get their medals. That's like one of the biggest thing. If you're a runner, you collect the medals from at the end of all your races. Um, so I planned on signing up for the 5K again. Unfortunately, when I was on the website, I clicked the wrong button. And at 5K, <laughs> which is about... 3.1 miles. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, became a 13.1 miles. What a mistake. <laughs> but uh, I said, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit. I'm going to get a Bowflex. Did and, you uh, commit, Joe? Because, you know, you've, so you've, you've been going through it. I've been going through it. And I want to say at the beginning, yes. Like I was in. I was really working on some stuff and then some things in the old personal life happened, Gomez, sure. and I just gave up on life. Got in a little funk here, yes. I mean, it's been a, it's been a quite a long time coming. <laughs> and all of a sudden I got an email saying, "Hey, don't forget your race is tomorrow." <laughs> what an email. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh boy." But I did it. I did it. Uh, averaged a little bit over 14 minutes per mile. So it took me over three, uh, uh, what was it about three hours and change? Um, where do you do this? Do you run around your neighborhood? Do you go? I, I went to do? the old gym and spent over three hours on a goddamn treadmill. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's crazy. But, you know, I'm an athlete. Hashtag shoes is an athlete. Use that hashtag in all your social media posts this week. <laughs> So when you're following us, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Carjomez, Facebook.com slash Carjomez, you're getting all your comments, all your snide little insults in at me for being a fucking physical specimen. Use the tag. Jealous. Hashtag shoes is an athlete. <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, so now you're in shape, right? You just I, did it. Woo. I am in. I'm definitely in shape, uh, somewhat rotund, um, maybe pear shaped, <laughs> as some people would say. Well, I mean, your cardio must be great. So you're gonna wrestle then, right? You 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 good? Yeah, I uh, with WrestleMania coming up, I figured I, <laughs> you know, if they could book Cody Rhodes, they could book me. Bro, the things this show is booking is just. I mean, this Stone is... Cold Steve Austin, baby. That feud is the corniest. It's just every day on Twitter, Kevin Owens like, yo, Texas sucks, bro. It's the fucking worst. And this is the feud. This is what's getting Stone Cold to come out of retirement. Talking shit about Texas. All these opportunities. John Cena, CM Punk. But nah, Kevin Owens talking shit about Texas. Unacceptable. Like, if I see, I don't follow Kevin Owens. But, but he's also doing it on the show. Like, that's his gimmick. He's oh, he's hating. doing it on the show. I was like, if he's just yes. doing it on Twitter, no, like, no, what, no. what's he doing? Challenging George W. Bush? No, he's even on the show. Just like, oh, I got to wrestle and wrestle Mania in Texas this year. Oh, and just like going on. It's like really corny, I feel. I like, mean, for the boys, I would think that's actually a good thing to wrestle in Texas. Because when you got to file your 
income Texas, tax right? at the end of the year. Texas the is a best. no state tax state. That's the best. But it's in Florida and Texas. They must love those WrestleMania payouts, boy. <laughs> I mean, so, but yeah. at this point, is is there even such a thing as a WrestleMania payday anymore? I was even going to say, I don't know if that exists because everything is the thing. So yeah. How do you do pay-per-view buyouts? I mean, I know they well, they they handed when the out the started. That was a big deal. So that's why yes, the boys started getting larger guarantees. Like yes. I heard, like AJ just resigned for like three million dollars a year, and I was like, "What the fuck?" But I mean, he think he's been there for a while now. Like he's like a WWE guy. He's gonna go in the Hall of Fame. I want to say this, he's probably what like he came in at like Royal Rumble fourteen. I'm gonna say like like twelve, thirteen, four, like around that. Like because weren't of, we? That was like our big group Gasparilla trip that year. Oh, so then that was 14, man. That's Gasparilla 14. Was that, uh, is that the right year? I think so. Because I remember, like, we were all together. Yeah. I'm pretty And he sure. had that, like, really, like, slow music. <laughs> yes, oh, we're like, you what? don't want none. Oh, you don't want <laughs> none. Oh. <laughs> so there's a new rumor for WrestleMania this year, Joe. Fucking 90-year-old Vince McMahon gonna come out this, of his wheelchair. No way. To fight a former NFL punter. There's no way, bro. Now, can you it's... explain to me? You're someone who watches and pays attention to the product. Oh, what God. is the heat with the punter? So nothing yet. They announced that on Thursday, so the same day this drops, after you listen to this, you could go listen to Pat McAfee's show, and Vince McMahon is going to be a guest on this show. So I'm sure something is going to happen from this interview you know, I'm sure they'll do something with Vince slaps him for being fresh. Damn it, or I'm done here. Yeah. Well, you know who you're talking to, boy. Like you he's know, gonna one slap of the notes out of, out of Pat yeah. McAfee's hand as if he's Bob Costas. Hundred percent they're gonna replay some shit like that, fucking choke him or something. Hundred percent. So I guess that's where the feud is gonna start. Cause there's no reason for it. But I can't imagine Vince is gonna Vince cannot be wrestling. He's been hanging out with this new guy, Austin Theory, like they've been doing Backstage stuff okay, together so They gotta do something gotta when he wrestles me. So I've heard that Austin Theory is like The new like chosen one Type guy or whatever Is he? <laughs> but and I've never seen him work But I, I have seen what he looks like And to me he looks like Old school like generic Like Nintendo wrestling game created player Like yes, he he's... would be like the Before you could even create a player it, They would just have like player one As yourself yes. Yes. That is what Austin Theory looks like to me. T- to me, there's nothing to him. Like he just—he's very like generic. Player one. He just player uh, one. <laughs> he takes selfies. That's his gimmick. He takes selfies. So he's oh. Tyler Breeze, basically. <laughs> he takes selfies and he puts it on his Instagram. That's how he gets over. Hey Vince, let me take a selfie with you. So I don't know. He's the thing. So I can imagine him being in that match instead. I'll take most of like the bumps. Him? Like, is he over? I mean, is anyone over? Like, who's over? Roman, Roman. Reigns, Brock, Brock Lesnar, Cowboy Brock, Kofi Kingston. Like, who's over? Like, that's is not many. Is Kofi even over at this point? The New Day. I, the New Day has never not been over. Like, that's something that's that's. But like, are they doing all, anything with those guys? On and off. Uh, I think they just had the belts or lost the belts or something. So they they're doing uh-huh. stuff. Because Big E was the champ, so then Kofi and this guy. I think this guy got hurt. Xavier, I think Woods. maybe got hurt. Yeah. But they still like him. Bro, I mean, in 10 years, like, people going to like New Day, like the greatest tag team of all time. Like, right? Like, that's like people, 
Like they I suppose have, so, yeah. They've been around for so long, won the belt for so long. They've been over, like, I mean, right? Like, that's a thing. I can't I, yeah. imagine. Who else you putting up there at this point? Like, it's, Hardy Boys? But even everyone's run compared to theirs is probably so small. Like, they've been wow. the New Day for You know what? If you think when's, about that. When's the last day Kofi was book, book, Caribbean Kofi? Like, when? SOS. <laughs> I need it's this shelter. <laughs> It's been a SOS. long time. I see them crying. <laughs> you know, like New Day's been around forever. No tag team. It, it is a long like time that. now. Like you don't really realize that. You don't think about it. That's the thing. Miz is like a twenty-year WWE superstar. It's like, what are you talking about? ECW original, <laughs> the Miz. <laughs> oh, so yeah, wrestling. WrestleMania is going to be something. They're pulling out all the stops. They got some tickets to sell in this giant stadium that they're doing. Two nights of. Yikes. I can't wait to see what they what they claim, and then what the number is. They're definitely claiming seventy five. I bet they have to each night. Yes, yeah, seventy five each night. Now, when they did it there the last time, was that like one hundred and two thousand people or something? Did they go crazy? Did they say ninety? I don't even know. I don't know. So I feel like they. I feel like they would have claimed a hundred thousand. Dallas 2016 attendance. Here we go. Yeah, that was the one it's... where uh, Ryder won the Intercontinental Belt Oof, ladder wow. match. It says here 101,763. Mm-hmm. Disputed. It says it on Google. Disputed, Disputed in parentheses. <laughs> Maybe that's the number they give. And then I wonder what the real number is. Probably, you know, a little less than that. Yeah, as yeah. if as 60. if it was ninety eight thousand. I get a hundred sounds good, but ninety eight thousand is pretty fucking good, bro. <laughs> I thought they couldn't lie because the investors and shit, right? They gotta like, they can't be working everybody. Well, no, anymore. the TV product is the TV product. Whatever <laughs> you say true. on TV doesn't need to be true. And then when he gets on the phone call, he's you know, yeah. Okay, well, pal, we uh we drew thirty one thousand people to WrestleMania. <laughs> Healthy number, healthy number. <laughs> but the numbers supposedly the shows have been doing good. Like they've been selling out Raws and SmackDown. Like people getting into really? the hype of uh, WrestleMania season. Yeah, so we'll see. They had good ratings, you know. We'll see. People love their WrestleMania, bro. You know. I I guess. Yeah. If you're watching WrestleMania, if you're a wrestler fan, check out my Twitch Mez Movie Twitch TV Mez Movie. In between WrestleMania night one and two, we're doing Smith, baby. We're doing it. Can't now, wait. Gomez, explain to the people out there what Smith is. It's 24 hours of sweaty men in tights. This is a marathon me and the boys have done for many, many years. And now that uh, the COVID and also now that streaming is uh, a lot easier, we just kind of do it online. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Cause let yeah. me tell you, we ain't watching like like good shit. Like like there might be one or two good matches, but we watching wrestling at its best. Like WCW one wrestling. Like yes. come on, we, like, this our is, favorite wrestle crap, our know, favorite like that. promos, stuff shit that like pops that. the boys. That's this right. This is something that we used to do when we would have our in person gatherings. Nowadays, yeah. all our buddies live all over the country. Yes. So every now and then we still try to get together over Zoom or uh, uh, some kind of streaming thing to to all hang out and watch 
watch wrestling together like we did when we were much younger men with much lesser responsibilities. Yes, we're all old, old men now. It's just... and, and some, but some of us look a lot younger than they actually are. We all obviously look good, Gomez is not one of them. His child has has really caused him to look weathered, but at least I I look great. The Godfather of good looks—that's what they call me. The Godfather of good looks. Oh, you're a handsome man. And I I am a handsome man who would have done exceptionally well on a personal favorite dating show of mine that showed its season finale this past week on Netflix. Gomez, you know what I'm talking about. The people know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about love is blind. Love is blind. Yes. I'm excited to hear about this. How you had predicted. No one's getting married because these people all suck. (laughs) Well, I, I, I I don't know if I said they wouldn't get married. I said, I don't think they're making it. So, uh, two couples did get married in the finale. I do not have any hope for them going forward. (laughs) Okay. I get it. I'm sorry to misrepresent you. There is a reunion episode coming out, I think, next week or the week after. I am very interested to see if those couples stay together. I personally do not think they should have gotten married in the first place. (laughs) But in the finale, there were three couples who did not get married at the altar. Oh, they got engaged and at the last they minute. Got, they know. got engaged, and then when it came time for the wedding, psh, no thanks. I so, don't. So what, they do that? They just they, they say, I yes, do or don't? Like the whole Whoa. the whole thing is like the wedding is there. They get their families there. Oh, and then you don't they, know if you're going to say yes they, or no. They do the entrances. Wow, that's gangster, you know, they, they, hit, they hit the music, and they're like, Deep D, do you take Abhishek to be your... Your husband and she's like, nah, I gotta do me, baby boy. This ain't it. That's gangs like the bachelor. They just leave a motherfucker standing there like a fool by himself. Yeah, <laughs> you know, holding his little fucking thing, like just waiting, like, holding his not- little fucking thing. That's what she said. <laughs> like, yo, she's not coming, bro. Wrap it up. Oh wow, that's a gangster move. Bring your family down. <laughs> but I mean, they gotta know what's up. I mean, you're on this show. Like it's like a free trip, I would think, right? Like, so like one of the couples that ended up they did get married was this guy Jarrett and his now wife Ayana. Jarrett in the pods originally proposed to another girl who turned him down when she said no. It was the the girl Mallory. Mallory goes back into like the girls' camp and is like, Jared proposed to me, and I said no. And the girl Ayana is like, Well, I thought me and Jared had something good going, whatever. And then they get back in the pods, and Jared's like, Yo, Ayana, I want you to marry me. <laughs> and oh she's like, Well, God. yeah, duh. <laughs> like, what? Oh, my like God. you know, you know, he not into you like that. And he's and he, you know, he just proposed to another woman. You're still saying yes. And then they did uh, one activity where they were all in like vacation in uh, I want to say I think it was Cancun, and all the couples got together, and it was the first time they all got to hang out together as couples. And the guy Jarrett is seeing Mallory now. He's seeing Mallory for the first time. This is uh, the woman he proposed to originally, so and. Cool. Like they're like deep in conversation, and he was like, "You know, you should have married me. Like, I I would have got you a better ring. I knew what kind of whoa, ring you wanted. You had a name for me, like shit." And it was like, 
did no one else see this because the cameras caught it. They're showing it to me, you know. And my oh, man, man still want to go out, hit the clubs, do all the fun stuff. And Ayana's like, "Yo, like you got to be a husband now." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, once once I get married, I'm a, I'm a I'm a you know calm everything down and be a husband. My man ain't gonna be no husband." Do they do they do a reunion show? Is there a reunion show? So the reunion episode is going to be coming out, I think, next week or the week after. Okay. It is listed. Like, if you go on your uh, view episodes on Netflix, it does have it listed with the date. Oh, man. And, wh- and what is uh, – how long usually passes in between? What was the uh... – Well, we've only had one season, so – But and what the... was that? How'd they do it last year? Well, the – Reunion episodes, there was like three episodes they came out with for like a reunion special. Mm-hmm. And they didn't come even come out until like over a year after the fact. Oh, wow. Because I <laughs> guess Love is Blind was like kind of like a surprise hit during COVID. It was so the, that's like rushed. one of the first yeah. COVID things that I remember yes. like becoming a thing. And so I guess they kind of like for this one, they did the reunion. They got ahead of it. They were proactive. Like a, like a regular, them. like how they do on The Bachelor. Like it's only like a couple months. Yeah. Later. So, but we'll see. Okay. So that was uh, Jarrett and Ayana were one couple. The other one was uh, Danielle and Nick. Mm. And let me tell you, I'm not about them. <laughs> not about I don't them. like either one of them. This is, this is, man, you just hating everybody. I, I, I didn't like a lot of these people. It's just so crazy to me. Like, like you're not another, on this show with so, such these terrible people. There was another people. couple, Mallory and Sal. I hated both of them. Uh, my favorite couple was uh, Deepti and Abhishek, or as we call him, Shake. Abhishek. <laughs> they, they, were, uh, they, they were both uh, Indians, never dated Indian people before. So, like, Shake has only dated white women. I guess uh, Deepti has only dated white guys in the past and just they happen to meet and connect and and then That's it was such like a crazy coincidence. Yeah, it was very very cool. Like them I thought were fun and like like I thought Deep Deep was like the coolest person on this show. Like I just want to hang out with her. Like she well, seems okay, she seems cool. But then they got to the the altar and she was like, "Yo, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, like I deserve someone who's going to be all in for me, and you just ain't that guy, bro. Wow. So I'm choosing me. That's good. Oh, my goodness. She just looked, looked him right in the grill and just like, I'm doing me. I'm living life right now. And he was like, you know, it's, and like he was so unfazed by it, too, which was like even better. He's like, you know, this actually works out because I had reservations to Nobu this weekend. And, and I just, what the fuck? Uh, hey, he's just like, whatever. I'm here for a good time. If it works, it works. Whatever. Like, it's no big deal getting married. Oh, but I, but I, I love this show. I love this show. I can't wait to see when the casting goes up for season three. Because I'm trying. I'm trying again. It's a hit. I mean, people talking about it. So, it's got to be back for a season. I mean, three. think I about imagine. just how much reach and influence we have with this podcast. And we've talked about it for like three weeks in a row now. So yeah. Number one podcast in the world. So as I mean, far hello. as I know, I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary. No. <laughs> Duh. Did you uh, check anything else out this week, Joe? 
Oh boy, I felt like I watched a lot of stuff this week actually. So Oh, uh, that's good. I yeah. love to hear that. Um, you know what I watched, Gomez? What you watched? I so this is a show I know you've watched it before. I've never even seen an episode. Obviously, I heard about it. It is a critically acclaimed Apple Ooh. TV. Oh our, our double main man, uh Jason Sedakis. Yes. Ted <laughs> Lasso. That's awesome. Yes, welcome, baby. Oh, baby. Season one is just a gift from the gods. So this is a very interesting show. Like I said, I've been in a funk. I've been all up in my head, feeling all the sorts of feels that can be felt. And I said, I just, I didn't know what I wanted to watch. And I was like, you know what? Finally, let me check out Ted Lasso. That, From what I've heard, it seems like a, pretty positive upbeat type of show maybe that maybe this is what i need to soothe my jangled nerves 100 percent. so i go and i start watching season one and you know what like i'm like this this is it man this is the show i needed at the time i needed it like this is why i haven't watched it before it was the, the universe was telling me that you're not ready. i will watch ted lasso when i need it most and it just, it made me feel good about life. I just, it was a very nice, positive show. It was making me feel hopeful about certain things. And I was just like, wow, man, this is this is it. What a season. What a season of television. I, I blasted through season one in like no time. Like just yeah, 10 episodes, quick. one after the other, after the other. 100%, yes. But Gomez. Yeah, I know. Then I, I got to you. season two. I said, as soon as he said, oh, I watched that last season one and two, I said, oh, I said, man, that season one is just get you feeling up, ready to take on the world. And then season two happens. And boy, so I watched, oh boy. I watched season one straight through, 10 episodes yeah. straight through. I don't right. even know if I stopped to take a piss. You loving life. I go to bed that night and I'm just, I'm high on life, you know? Man, I can't great, wait to start season two. I can't wait to start season two. Man, this is going to be so much fun. The next morning, I wake up, put on some coffee, ease back in my dream seat, and I start playing season two. And Gomez, this was not the show that I needed at this moment in time. I think season two is great. I think it's very good. It's just, it's very different. You know, they're getting into things now. It's not as fun and upbeat. It's very emotional now. There's a lot of feelings yes. going on in the show. But I, I still enjoy it. But it's like, oh, wow, this is that was a rough episode of Ted Lasso. So like <laughs> as I'm watching this show, I know that what I'm watching is good television. Like, I know that. At the same time, me being the mental mess that I am right now, is absolutely losing it with certain episodes and to varying degrees and varying levels. I'm going from eyes tearing to straight up bawling to having to pause the fucking show because I needed to open up a new box of tissues because I'm blowing my nose. I'm crying like a banshee. Like I just could not help anything. Everything made me feel awful. Oh man. Uh, (laughs) 
you love love. Did you enjoy some of the love stuff at least in the show? Did that give you some some good good feelings? Yeah, when it, was, it wasn't. It was cute. I I really enjoyed. I, I I I enjoyed <laughs> Ted uh, hooking up with Sassy Smurf. <laughs> Oh man! I so I think they need to find the balance, the right balance, because it was like very dark at times. <laughs> I think we need to just bring it up a little bit and just even out some of it, because you know, Ted Lasso, like just such a dramatic change in tone from one season to the next. Like it's still good. Like I know, I know that what I watched was good. You know? Yeah, I get but it. But man, was I just so unprepared for it. We feeling all the same things. You just you just got here a little bit later, but I I've said the same thing watching like, this, and that's thing. what I mean. Like I know I know that like me watching this is not timely or topical, no, but I know but Ted, Ted Lasso is a big deal, and he yes, just won an is. award, didn't he? Win an award uh, this week for whatever I'm so awards happy. they gave out. I'm, I love that you watched Ted Lasso finally. Now we watch it. We'll watch it together next season. Oh. I can't wait. Oh man. Jeez. Well, I'm I'm glad you got one day out of uh, Ted Lasso. So I had one day where I was like, "Wow, man!" Like, you know maybe what? This is it. Again. Just that. Just watch the first season again, maybe. Yeah. You think that'll work? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna be bringing my boss any biscuits to work every day. But do you, you know. want to try those biscuits? Is that something? they gotta be good, man? I mean that I, that I woman see. looked like a professional, like someone who's had a biscuit or two in her life. She knows a thing or two. I got you. <laughs> And she was all about it. I, you know, when uh, you're of a, a certain wealth class, you have access to the, you know, some of the best biscuits in the finest, world. Finest biscuits in the world. And yet here's this goofy old American mustachioed man just making these shits in his oven. Now, I have to say, for people who don't know, these are cookies, not biscuits like, you know, me, the biscuit boy. You know, not like that. Like these are these cookies. They're like shortbread cookies or something. I've seen recipes. They're supposed to be good. But I don't know. I'm scared to do a copycat thing because I. What if it's not good? And then I'm like, oh, this bitch lying. She don't like. Go ma- like what, what? What do I look up? Like Ted Ted Lasso biscuit recipe? Yeah, seriously. You, and there's like a couple of them. They're pretty similar. It's like this kind of cookie. I guess they eat over there, and so people have figured it out. Okay, so I'm gonna make you a deal, Gomez. Oh, what does this mean? <laughs> so, you and I will be getting together at some point. Sure. Because we have to begin um, set photography for our upcoming major motion picture, the Spaghetti yes. Western. Spaghetti Western. Um, that's a more a cowboy. And when we do this, I will let you make me Ted Lasso's famous biscuits. I would love to do that for you. I would. I, I know you to, would. I know you would. I love to make treats for my friends. And yes, that's something. And maybe I'll make some butter beer to wash it down. How's that sound? This sounds like one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah. I've seen some recipes and I'm I'm ready to take that plunge into butter beer because it's been too long. I need some in my life. So good. So good. Mm. God damn. The last time I was at Universal, I couldn't even get one. The lines were so recoculous. But I would, that's all right. I would go just for that. I'd be like, hey, let's go. If I live well, close yeah. enough, right? If you had a season pass. Well, and, and like I do. But like, you know, I'm part of a group. I don't no, want to hold I, up no, a whole I, group. I don't mean when you're with a group. I just mean like on a Wednesday. Like today, you're like, you know what? I got nothing going on. I think I want a butter beer. I'm going to go get a fucking butter beer. Yeah. 
Walk around I, the park. I, I get in the car. I put on my, my butterbeer drinking song. <laughs> is that a real song? Because I would love to hear it if it is. That's the power of love. <laughs> Just like uh, whenever I used to order Papa John's pizza, I had a Papa John's song. And it was just the great Khali's theme entrance theme. I was gonna say it was also power of love. I just figured, <laughs> I figured that was just the theme for everything. No, the, well, the great Khali song was for pizza. If I ordered Chinese, I, I don't know why I had these, but like if I ordered Chinese food, it was the uh Vandalay Silva song. <laughs> That's the great song, Sandstorm. One of the greatest things ever made, Sandstorm, bro. So good. <laughs> I just, I just like putting songs to things. I like that. It's, there's nothing wrong. So now every time you fucking hear that song, you like, Great Khali comes out of WrestleMania, and motherfuckers like, I need some Papa John's right <laughs> I need now. some goddamn pizza. <laughs> Fucking salivating, like why am I? I'm like drooling. I'm, I'm tweeting Shaquille O'Neal, like yo, hook me up. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. See, that, that can backfire at times, but I like it. <laughs> oh man, I went to the movies uh, yesterday, Joe. I went to see the Foo Fighter horror movie. Oh, you did? Yes, I have. I, you know, I like the Foo Fighters. I love horror. Uh, this isn't available on VOD. It seems like something that is basically a straight-to-video VOD thing. If I've ever seen something, you know, but uh, it's theatrical only. And so I have my, you know, my pass where I get movies. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna see Batman and nothing else. So let me go see this uh, Foo Fighter movie. And uh, I had a good time. It's a little long. It's an hour 50. Could have been like an hour 30 at the most, I think. I think you could have got uh, got to it a little quicker because it drags. Like it gets to uh, – I mean, I guess if you just enjoy hanging out with the Foo Fighters, seeing them make some music and stuff. Well, you, you know, it's funny it. you say that because, I, you know, over the years now, and the Foo Fighters have been around about 25 years. It's crazy. Um, the amount of time I, – I, and I have enjoyed just hanging out with the Foo Fighters over the years. They're the best. Dave Grohl you know, seems like a fun guy. I like just showing up and, you know, having my name on their list always and just being like, hey, Pat Smear. Pat Smear is great in the movie. He's <laughs> terrible, but he's great in the is movie. Is he still in that band? Yes, he is. So the movie is that uh, it's the Foo Fighters' 10th album, so they want to do something special. They want to record somewhere different, do something. There's this haunted house. I knew it. I was like, it's got to be like a haunted mansion or some There's shit. There's this haunted fucking uh, house in the valley that a band was recording there, was murdered, you know, 20 years ago. And then, you know, they get possessed and shit happens. And it turns out that that band who now haunts the house is Nirvana. Oh, snap. <laughs> so the movie's fun. Uh, it's definitely when it gets on Netflix or fucking Amazon, you pay $2 to see it, I think you're going to have a fun time if you're into that kind of stuff. It's silly. There's a lot of comedy to it. And I got to say, the kills, the kills are fucking top-notch kills. Like, I will be really? I will be putting uh, definitely one of them, maybe two of them, into my uh, best kill thing that I'm always doing uh, for Halloween and stuff. This is, like, top-tier shit there. It was, it was like, So this wow. isn't just, like, a very, like cheap poorly produced movie I, like 
no, like the movie looks great. Like it's like looks like they spent some money on it. Like got nice cameras and shit like that. But it's just literally the Foo Fighters. It's you know the six of them. There's six people in the band now doing different things, and uh, it's just them in the house doing shit. You know what I mean? There's a couple actors here or there. There's a delivery man who I won't spoil who that is. Wonderful man that we love. Lots of his stuff. Brock Lesnar. I wish. Um, they look similar when you see it. You'll 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 know. Um, so uh, I had a good time. If I had to main man it here, I would give it a two and a half. You know. Okay. It's yeah, right the in the middle. All great. There's lights. Bloody. It's gory. I saw a tweet the other day that said, "Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre thought it was gonna have the the goriest movie of the year." And then Foo Fighters, Studio 666, <laughs> Hold My Beer. Like I say, there's a lot of blood in this movie, bro. It's, you wouldn't think. Like, the kills are graphic. It's very bloody. It's, I'll it's be honest. Time. I'm interested. I'm definitely interested now. Yeah. Like I said, I just wish it was a little shorter. But, I mean, there's worse things you could do than spend time with Dave Roll cracking jokes with his friend. There's a Pearl Jam joke that they do throughout the movie that is just fucking, I love it. It's top-tier <laughs> shit. I fucking love it. Now, I, I was thinking maybe once we're done filming our Spaghetti Western, sure. maybe we should look into the horror genre. You know I'm all about it. So it'll be like me and you are looking for a new place to record our podcast because we've already done a billion episodes, and now we're looking for a new place to record our podcast. Sure. So we get on a, a new um, Zoom call in a haunted Zoom, and... We got to try to make it out of the Zoom call alive while still being able to record our podcast. I like it. I hate that you gave away that that for free. I might have to beep this out. It might just be like, uh, you know, some Muzak playing. And I go, <laughs> oh, we can't give out the, the secret sauce here. That's a, that's a win. That's a hit, Joe. I mean, that's if good. there's one thing I know, it's horror. <laughs> yes, the Herald of Horror. I, that's that's right, the Harold of Horror. That's right. That's you, Harold T. Horror is, <laughs> is actually what my identification says. What up, HTH? <laughs> H-T-H. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I watched another horror movie this uh, this week. Um, so. I read a lot of books. I mentioned this when I first started getting back into books. I just picked up this book randomly. I was like, Oh, this sounds like a good book. And I loved the shit out of it. It was called no exit by uh, Tyler Adams, I believe. And uh, it's a story about he's the one that does the Medea movies. (laughs) No, (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Uh, So it's a story about a girl. She's trying to get home. Um, her mother's sick, so she's trying to drive home to get there in time. Um, there's a big snowstorm. This sounds like has... a premise to the Christmas shoes song. Sure, <laughs> you got to get home for your mom. That's that's ninety percent of movies like that. You know, you got to get home. What stops you from getting home? There's a snowstorm. You got to stop at the rest area. There's like uh, four people there, I believe. And uh, she's going outside to try to get some signal for her phone. And she sees a girl locked up in a cage in the back of a van. Now, one of these people in this rest area is a crazy person. Who can she trust? What's happening? Will she save this girl? Great book. Loved it. 
They turned it into a movie. I didn't even know. It premiered on Hulu. It was the big Hulu movie this week. And unlike Netflix, as soon as I opened my Hulu, this shit was all in my face. I was like, oh, look at this. They're promoting it. it. No exit. Oh, I did see the ad for that when I opened it. It's got like a, a hand on the, the window. It's like yeah, a, yeah, the, yeah. Thing, the poster thing. Yeah, so like they actually promoted it and shit. So uh, I saw the movie. I think they did a good job with the book. I think they they did a good, uh, you know, a good uh, adaptation. I was very happy with it. So I want people to watch this. It's a good book. It's a good movie. Check it out. No exit on Hulu. Suspenseful. Good shit. It's got our man, Pedro Serrano. He's one of the people in the, oh. the thing. Yeah. Or as we know him now, King Grayskull. Oh, I was going to say President Palmer, but yes, this is more recent than that. He hasn't been president for a long time. You can only serve so many terms as president. He had to move yes. on to king. <laughs> That is the, the hierarchy. Just... Yeah. At some point, you get promoted. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, I didn't watch anything else. I uh, That's about it. <laughs> I watched a lot of Castle this week, I felt like. That's not bad. Castle's great. No, it's dependent. And so it's funny because now as I watch this back, and you know, I put it on usually when I go to sleep. Or I'm trying to fall asleep. And I feel like I'm waking up and going out at different points in different episodes every time. So now I'm like catching all this like weird stuff. Like, and I, I when I say weird stuff, I mean like there's an episode around Christmas time, and I'm like, yo, the kid in this looks really familiar. And I'm looking at him, looking at him, and I go, Holy shit, this was one of the rookie cops that he joined uh with in the rookie. That's crazy. Like this, this kid became one of the guys he came out of the academy with. That's wow. Maybe they like made friends on the set of the castle, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you." I don't back know, maybe, something. but like he was like a genuine kid in this. That's crazy. like he's like maybe like a you know like a mid to late teenager, and now he's a man, and now he's a rookie cop with John. No- well, not anymore. He's dead now. But uh, Jesus Christ, that's sad. I think that yeah, they killed him off at the season two finale. That took a turn. Holy shit! Jesus. Um. <laughs> hey, so, so, for some of us, our flames only burn for a short time, but they leave an impact that will remain with us forever. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I would bring up on the show this week, Joe, is I read another book. Okay, I read another autobiography. Um. I read the Mel Brooks autobiography. I think it's called All About Me. For this some is... reason, I had it in my head that you were just going to say Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Interesting. I would read a Kenny Rogers. To... And oh. But this is what I mean is I don't know why I thought this. It's not like you are a big Kenny Rogers fan that I know of. No, just Roy I... Rogers, bro. Well, yeah. I mean, that Gold Rush <laughs> chicken it. sandwich, my man. That's it. But I just... They were like, I really believed in my heart that you were going to say Kenny Rogers. And I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if that's a good book. I, w- I would take a shot at that book. I'm going to look into it now, see if he has a, a book yeah. about his life. Kenny Rogers. No. Kenny Rogers, <laughs> Roasted Pages. Mel Brooks, a famous comedian, actor, director, made movies like uh, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Uh, are you a fan Space of Mr. Balls? Brooks? Yes. Spaceballs, um, you a fan? Because I, I love Mel Brooks. I grew up 
Like, that was my shit. Like, I watched these movies all the time. So I remember being like, oh, I don't know, maybe like 12 or 13 and seeing the history of the world. So good. The best. And thinking that it. was one of the funniest things I'll like, so, ever see in my yeah. life. Me and my mom, we love Mel Brooks. We'd watch Mel Brooks movies. History of and the then, World, Young Frankenstein. Forget about it. I've never it. seen Young Frankenstein, actually. I think you would. If you like the other stuff, I can't. Can't so, imagine you not like loving. history of the world. I thought was incredible, and then like even Blazing I didn't saddles. see Spaceballs until I was like maybe fourteen or fifteen. And Spaceballs, I was all about. Um, and then Blazing Saddles. Once I finally yeah. saw Blazing Saddles, I love Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like he's one of these guys who I guess I appreciate, but I, like maybe I've never sought out. Like I don't like see something. Oh, Mel Brooks did this. Like let me go see the producers. Sure, but but like whenever I happen to stumble upon something, I end up loving it. Hundred percent, I I agree. Like Mel Brooks, I haven't thought about Mel Brooks, you know, for what? Like, what are you thinking about Mel Brooks? Like, every once in a while, someone brings up Blazing Saddles, and oh, could this movie get made? Oh, like, definitely but not. Other, other than that, people don't talk about Mel Brooks, you know. Yeah, yeah. ninety five years old, and he uh, he did the audio book. It's him telling his story. It was very interesting. Every chapter was a part of his life, and then each movie, uh, how he came up with the movie and stuff he wanted to do, and uh, it's just interesting life, you know. Old men like that, he fought in the war, of course. When you're that age, like everyone's fought in the fucking war, it's like crazy. But like, which war? He's old enough where it could have been many wars. I believe. Um, I want to say. Around World War Two, but I'm I'm he's probably a young man around that time, probably I think. Well, figure if he's 95 now, right? Let's see. 60 years ago puts us what in the 60s, so that's probably what Korea or Vietnam, maybe. Mm, okay, because he you was know, talking about meeting like Bob Hope. Like when was what was Bob Hope doing? What was he doing? Bob Hope was, I believe, the president of the United States in like the 19 <laughs> te- like 1912. Wasn't he the president? <laughs> I love you. Bob. What wasn't his whole campaign slogan like this country needs hope? He served in World War II. Mel Brooks. He was World War II. <laughs> oh, sometimes I'm pretty sure he's talking about Nazis and stuff. So yeah, so very interesting life. Love his movies. I was always a fan. I figure people of uh, our age who maybe listen to the podcast are interested in Mel Brooks. And that and, and believe us. When I look at the analytics, I know that a hundred percent of this audience is people around our age. Of course, you're talking about He Man and baseball. Who the fuck cares about those things? Come on. Oh, oh. well, no, He Man more than baseball. I say. Womp womp. No, people care about He Man, not baseball. Oh, people love He Man. He's got two shows. Like, hello, yes, big deal. Baseball ain't even got a season, bro. Baseball doesn't even have a season. I had to cancel my MLB TV subscription to make sure I, I didn't saw, get charged. I saw people talking about that. I was like, oh, I hope Joe remembers. And I saw you wrote, like, oh, I got to cancel my show. Come on. Bro. I'm the maestro of memory. The Rajah of remembrance. Bro, you might have fallen asleep or something. I don't know. <laughs> also, also a possibility. <laughs> you either working or sleeping. Like, come on. <laughs> or crying because of Ted fucking Lasso. <laughs> oh, man. Uh you got anything else, Joe, before we uh, hit some? No, I, I do have one request. Oh, what's up? Hit the music. Boom. 
It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joe, we got a Big Finish today. You ready? Sure. Today's Big Finish. Top three ways to eat a potato. What? (laughs) How you like your potatoes, bro? Here we go. So number one, mashed. I love me some mashed potatoes. Like that's number one. Number two, maybe hash brown, like whole fries. I I like. You know, I'm not the biggest fry guys, but when it's a good fry, I'll eat the shit out of the fries. But I would go maybe tater tots over fries. I like that crispiness. I like that chunk of potato in I your do mouth. I love a good tot. Mm. And then the third one, maybe I'll gratin so you can have some cheese up in there, you know? No, mine, mine, oh, yeah. You know? Okay, hold on, creamy? I got it. Yeah, it's the baked, hard one. but loaded. Oh, fuck, a baked potato. A loaded, ba- but loaded. It has to yeah. be loaded. Has Sour be. cream, oh, cheese, wow. bacon bits. Oh, has to man. Be. Baked potato. I, oh man! All right, mashed baked potato. Mm. But this is why they call me Superstar Spud because I know all the uses. I do. I man, I love breakfast and I love me some home fries or shredded, some shredded potato. I do love home nice fries. And, it's it gets good, crispy. You know but that's the thing. You like them probably more than they deserve to be liked because it's not something you have often. So then I have off in a baked potato, I have off in a mashed potato, and then it's a toss-up between either a tater tot or a potato au gratin. Mm. I think I'm going to go au gratin so I can have that mix of that cheesy goodness. No, you know what? I get that with the baked potato that's loaded. We're going with tater tots, number three. There we go. Shut the fuck up. Why can't you have it on everything? Yeah, I know, right? Because, like, I don't get like, loaded. Oh, oh loaded. let me turn down this cheese and sour cream deliciousness. Who the fuck are you? I know. You like, fucking... I don't get... Oh, my God. Loaded tots, bro. I love loaded tots. Loaded like, I've tots never are done loaded tots. I know. I'm crazy. We're doing tots number three. That's what's up. Oh, man. Now I'm hungry. I want some fucking potatoes. Yeah, I'm about to Uber Eats the shit out of this. <laughs> I'm having a baked potato today. I'm happy Hello, that I'm a sense of sweet potato. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a search for baked potato. You right? You could do that. I'm sure there's like TGI Fridays. You get a baked potato. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There you go. See, Wendy's. Wendy's got baked potatoes. Yeah. Yes, they do. I get that with the cheese. I was going to say the cheese sauce. and the broccoli. Cheese. No, I uh, I do sour cream and chive, but then I throw okay. the cheese because I'm always getting a side of cheese with my. Chicken sandwich or nuggets or something. You just always got to get a side of cheese. I mean, come on, bro. I, yeah. Like, what are we doing? You're silly not to. Everything. Side of cheese. If they, if they offer it, you get it, bro. Absolutely. Every time. Real fat. Oh, you know, potato rolling roast. They changed uh, their potatoes. They used to have these crinkle cut potatoes mm-hmm. when you go to rolling roaster. Now they have regular long potatoes. And Brooklyn is in an outrage, bro. You don't understand. Oh my god, <laughs> nothing is going on in the world except these new fries. It's the best. <laughs> it's ready to burn the place down, bro. Outstanding. <laughs> I fucking love they deserve it. it. <laughs> Fuck Brooklyn. Oh man, 
Yeah, that's it, bro. That's all I got this week. So uh, you know what to do. Oh, thank you, everyone, for listening and and staying to hear me complain about how awful my life is. Um, <laughs> I do appreciate it. Uh, genuinely, thank you for listening. We, we've been seeing uh, more and more traffic each week, which we definitely appreciate. So continue to subscribe to this show. Share it with your friends. Make sure it gets into you. Like a like a virus, like a spore, a spore that takes over your body and your oh, molecules, wow. gets Ooh. through your veins, yeah, overtakes you. Yeah, make sure you just spread that. You spread that like some hot oil on your back on your lover before you give them a good rub down. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because I just I took a turn. <laughs> oh God! Like, Sometimes Ooh. I just start driving without a destination. In, in my... Baby, we're going to the loony bin together. Let's go, baby. I'm a butter your bread. <laughs> uh, follow on all the social medias at Card Jomez. Uh, follow my stuff personally at the Joe Shoes, the Gomez one five four Instagram on Twitter for me. And I will let you know now. I'm going to give you a spoiler for next week. We're talking about Batman. So Yeah, baby. Batman. We're giving you a week to watch it. You know what we do. We'll talk about it. Then we'll get spoilery. You know. That's but, right. I'm excited. I can't wait. Here we go. Friday morning, 10 o'clock. That's, that's the only I'm way going, I can do it. I'm going three Friday, hours. Friday afternoon at like 5 something. I'm so happy that they offered at ten o'clock because any other time I can't. You know, I got to pick up Shiloh from school. Right, so you don't have to. Ah, uh, sure, but it's nice. You you've participated in a social contract which says that you will. Plus, it's Friday, so I don't want to leave her there over two days at school, locked in I the mean, basement or something. You know, two days free is fucking heaven right now. Oh my goodness! I'll take uh, with that being said, that's a more cowboy. Bang, bang. See you next week. Peace.